This is VOA News. I'm Michael Brown. President Joe Biden and former President Donald Trump visited the U.S.-Mexico border Thursday. AP Washington correspondent Sargon Magani reports. The president was in Brownsville, Texas, his predecessor some 300 miles away in Eagle Pass. So here's what I would say to Mr. Trump. The president says instead of urging Republicans to block a bipartisan border security bill. Join me or I'll join you in telling the Congress to pass this bipartisan border security bill. We can do it together. He spoke as Trump made his own remarks, blaming the president's border policies for massive crime. It's a military operation. I mean, we have a military, this is like a war. Saying the president has blood on his hands. Both men had remarkably similar schedules, getting briefings on operations and issues, walking the border itself as they seek to turn a key campaign issue in their favor. Sagar Magani, Washington. The AP's Norman Hall now reports on the U.S. Congress's approval of funds to prevent a government shutdown. Congress has passed another short-term spending measure that would keep one set of federal agencies operating through March 8th and another set through March 22nd. The extension averts a shutdown for parts of the federal government that would otherwise have kicked in at 12.01 a.m. Saturday. The bill now goes to President Joe Biden to be signed into law. The short-term extension is the fourth in recent months. Lawmakers are voicing increased optimism that it will be the last before Congress approves two separate spending packages totaling more than $1.6 trillion for the full fiscal year. Norman Hall, Washington. People voting Friday in Iran's first parliamentary election since the mass 2022 protests over the mandatory hijab laws after the death of Masa Amini, with questions looming over just how many people were turned out to the polls. This is VOA News. At least 112 Palestinians seeking humanitarian aid were killed in Gaza City Thursday. Scores more were injured in what witnesses and Gazan health officials say was the result of Israeli fire. Israel disputes that, saying scores of people trampled each other and were run over by fleeing aid trucks. At a briefing, United States Agency for International Development Administrator Samantha Power says there is a duty to assure no harm comes to civilians. Civilians must be safe in being able to access humanitarian supplies for their loved ones. The latest violence pushed the Palestinian death toll in the nearly five-month war to more than 30,000. AP correspondent Karen Chalmers reporting Russian President Vladimir Putin is warning the West against sending troops to Ukraine. Russian President Vladimir Putin has vowed to fulfill Moscow's goals in Ukraine in his State of the Nation address ahead of next month's election. Arriving to an auditorium packed with Russian lawmakers and top officials, Putin began his two-hour-long address. He also sternly warned the West against deeper involvement in the fighting, saying it could risk a global nuclear conflict. French President Emmanuel Macron had earlier said that deploying Western troops to Ukraine should not be ruled out. In an apparent reference to Macron's statements, Putin said countries who decided to do that would face tragic consequences. He accused the West in provoking conflict in Ukraine, the Middle East and other regions of the world and said that there are also weapons that can hit targets on their territory. I'm Karen Shamas. Heavy gunfire paralyzed Haiti's capital and at least four police officers were killed as powerful gang leader, a powerful gang leader that is, announced he will try to capture the country's police chief and government ministers. Move comes with Prime Minister Ariel Henry arriving in Kenya on Thursday looking to finalize details for the deployment 
of a foreign armed force to help combat Haiti's criminal gangs. Gunmen shot at the country's main international airport and other targets in a wave of violence Thursday that caught many by surprise. A former career U.S. diplomat in the U.S. says he will plead guilty to charges of serving as a secret agent for communist Cuba. Going back decades, Thursday's development marked an unexpectedly fast resolution to a case prosecutors described as one of the most brazen betrayals in the history of U.S. Foreign Service. The 73-year-old Manuel Racha told the judge in Miami he would admit to federal counts of conspiring to act as an agent of a foreign government. For more news, please join us at our website, voanews.com. I'm Michael Brown, VOA News.